your rhythmics on a Friday afternoon. Just a notice to hand here as well regarding water restrictions that are coming up down here in the south. Uh, Gore District Council reminds Gore and Matilda residents that level three water restrictions are in place. Residents can water their flower or veggie beds and trees using a handheld hose for a maximum of two hours between 7 and 9am or 7 or 9pm. Uh, watering a grass areas isn't allowed. For more details about restrictions, gordc.govt.nz. As we go and catch up with Andrew Waterson, cricket writer, and as well a contributor to Newstalk ZB, orders a different situation down here in the south to what you're seeing up there in the north. Good afternoon. Yeah, greetings, Andy. Well, what a contrast that is. You know, after what the, uh, the summer that's been endured uh, up north, and of course people still enduring it as well, particularly in the... Hawke's Bay and, and further afield, it's, uh, it's it's devastating, isn't it? Um, just, uh, you know, I know the term biblical has been used a lot, but that seems uh, it's right up there. I mean, just the way that uh, but people are in, enduring, I guess. The good news is, though, Walters, uh, we've got the cricket happening at the Mount today. Now, England pulling the biggest alpha move you could possibly do with coach Brendan <laughs> McCullum, declaring on the first day of a test match. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they've basically said that 325 runs uh, for nine wickets is enough for us. No need for uh, James Anderson and the tail enders to, to muck around that long and, and waste time. We want to get into the New Zealanders. And look, the move paid off, didn't it? 37 for, for three New Zealand uh, heading into to day two. And uh, that, that's a real struggle ahead. And I think probably the, 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 the onus goes on Kevin Conway, Daryl Mitchell and Tom Blundell, who've you know, had such success against England in recent times, uh, to get them out of it. And I think if New Zealand were to get through Andy today, uh, be able to bat until at least midway through that final session, that might seem wishful thinking at the moment, but they'll get great batting conditions under a, almost a cloudless sky at Mount Monganui. Uh, I think that uh, that would, would swing the pendulum back somewhat, uh, and if they get a chance to bowl at England with the pink ball themselves, uh, they might have some success. Jacob Duffy, was he close to being selected? Gee, must have been. I mean, you can't do much more than that. I mean, and Andy had the, the record at Plunkett Shield level this season. I think with the, was it 22 wickets that he'd taken? He was right up on the on the table. I think just behind Matt Henry, uh, he he put his best foot forward, hadn't he? I mean, uh, Scott Kugeline preferred. I mean, Kugeline's record over this summer. Yeah, I think, what, four wickets at 64. They're backing him pretty much on, on pedigree in the past at that level. Um, but, yeah, I think both Kugeline and Blair Tickler, they, they battled valiantly. They, they, they had, uh, you know, struggles at, at various times, but then didn't all the bowlers, given the way that uh, England, through the likes of uh, Harry Brook and, and Ben Duckett, were, were so aggressive. Uh, but then they fought back at times too and at least got themselves uh, made in test wickets and in Kugeline's case too. Should Trent Bolt have played yesterday, given the understanding that because he's an individual contractor now, independent, he can more or less go in there and the story I heard, he could command like three or four times salary compared to the contracted players. Does that seem the case? Look, I think Trent Bolt is still the best player who should be in that 11. Um, I think that uh, you you want your best players playing test cricket. I mean, I think the flaw in the whole argument is that yeah, there's not a global calendar out there. The ICC and, and probably the International Players Association need to get together to organise it so that these players are not put in this position. I mean, the players don't have to go and play these leagues either, so there has to be an element to, of self-responsibility too. Uh, but the thought that Trent Bolt will be, you know, has played 78 tests, 317 wickets, but we may not see him again in whites is uh, is quite galling, really. I mean, and also I think, you know, wider afield, 
I mean, Kyle Jameson with these stress back, back fractures. Um, the the fact we're, we're only seeing Lockie Ferguson bowl 11 overs in a test and first back in 2019. Adam Milne's never going to take the field in whites. I mean, what, what opportunities missed are those? Just New Zealand cricket in general. Are we just going through a real lull at the moment because we don't have the funds to get players coming through the ranks? Or what's the reason that we're dropping away like we are at the moment in every level of the game? Look, I mean, they're still the World Test Champions. Um, and, 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 and tournament cricket, New Zealand doing so well. I mean, making finals at the, the ODI World Cups and, and, and the T20 World Cups. So I think at that top level, you know, it's still performing strong. I think, I think our expectations have changed. I think that we, we expect more of the team now because they have been so consistent over the past decade, etc., through the, the Williamson era, if you like, uh, and that won't come around that often. But, yeah, I think it's, it's probably the feeling out there. I, mean, I, I think it's the whole scene is so disruptive uh, in that you've got those players coming in and out of the game and not even playing necessarily at local level because they're getting paid so much more overseas, and New Zealand just can't command that. I mean, this, in addition to that, players say in England or India or Australia, their governing bodies have the financial clout to be able to keep players on shore as well, probably more um, because they get so much more from broadcasting rights because they're they're in demand. And it's a shame New Zealand's not more uh, in demand uh, for for their cricket given how they've played uh, in recent years. But that's just stock standard being a Kiwi sports fan though, isn't it? We can't really bring a lot, we can't bring a lot to the table as far as a monetary thing. No, no, that's uh, that's part of us... uh, being isolated in this corner of the world uh, for all its beauty and all its charm, unfortunately, Andy, at times. Brings on a lot of other things. And just briefly, mate, we'll just touch on the White Ferns, although you could argue the less said the better. They've come out and owned it and said, you know, we, we embarrassed ourselves. It just hasn't been good enough what we've seen at the T20 World Cup in South Africa, has it? Oh, it hasn't. And, uh, you yeah, know, those two cheap dismissals against uh, Australia and, and South Africa, I think it's the way that they've lost for my mind, and, and you know, it's good. That, I mean, we are critiquing the White Ferns and they're getting more of a share of the media coverage to this that, that there's you know, more interest out yeah. there. I think that you can lose and you can lose valiantly and, and you know, play hard. It's just when you see those reverse sweeps and you see hitting across the line first ball, you know, from a player of, of the, the pedigree, I guess, of Susie Bates and what she's achieved down through the years. But... I just thought I saw that and I thought, oh, gee, that's, I don't know if it's, a, I mean, not that I've played at that level, but whether that's the right way to approach an innings uh, of that magnitude. You know, you're playing a global tournament and uh, I, yeah, hopefully they can sort of learn some lessons from it, but we hope to learn some lessons from the, uh, the 50 over World Cup. <laughs> Good on you, Alders. Appreciate your time on the muster, mate. Lovely. Thanks, Andy. Andrew Alderson there talking about the pink ball test getting underway at 2 o'clock this afternoon and going through the weekend as well. To wrap up the week here on the Muster Up next, the angry man in the white van. His name is Paddy Lewis. Said, Stop what you're doing.